Welcome back to the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we discuss the movie Heartbreak Ridge one minute at a time. I am Brian. I'm Jack. And with us is... Oh, is that, is that my cue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're changing it. We're changing it. And we're keeping it. <laughs> I love it. Today in Marine Corps history. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> this is Robert Estrada. <laughs> uh, welcome us. back. <laughs> I'm a Marine. You got to forgive me. <laughs> yeah, we don't speak unless spoken to, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we changed it. We changed the format up on them. That's the problem with it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to improvise, adapt, and overcome. You know. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's the heart of the yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man! If you ain't hungry, you don't eat. <laughs> well, now that we got that out of the way, uh, we are discussing <laughs> minute fifty-six. And minute 56 begins with Aggie telling Gunny that he still knows what a woman loves to hear. And it ends with Lieutenant Ring giving his general, uh, general patent speech to recomplete. <laughs> Does he slap somebody afterwards? <laughs> that, Cause that would be the best. <laughs> yeah. He's gone out and says he's going to shoot him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he was missing a, um, you know, big giant flag that he's standing in front of while he's giving his speech. Yeah. That movie was awesome. <laughs> A ring just goes up and slaps the Swede. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Movie credits roll for fucking Lieutenant Ring. <laughs> I don't see that happening. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you know who else gave a really good uh, patent speech? Was um, you ever? It was one crazy summer? We talked about that in the past. Oh yeah. And Joe Flaherty was was like a camp counselor, and he was teaching all the kids like combat skills and and survival skills. It was mostly survival skills. And he was talking about, he was like a crazy combat veteran. And he was talking about how when you, you know, reach down and, and you know, your, your buddy's face is there, he's all blown off and you got to fix it with like a stick or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's not quite the, uh, you know, the patent speech, but you know. No, but it'll do. Yeah. Um, the minute continues from, la- you know, from the previous minute with, the uh, pair of exes having a little back and forth and fun at each other's expense. Yeah. Cause you know, she, she caught him and, and was teasing him about his choice of uh, colorful metaphors, if you will. I, I say he, he's poorly covering for his getting caught stalking. Oh uh, yeah. And he says, well, he goes, I was, I, I was just in a neighborhood and wanted, you know, wanted to see if you want to have a seat and talk, basically. <laughs> yeah. Once you get in my truck. Right. Yeah. Like, right. Right. <laughs> She's not buying it. Yeah. No. This is how episodes of Special Victims SVU or whatever, Law and Order, that's how they begin. I yeah. just got in his truck. <laughs> yeah, windowless van, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said he had puppies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he happened to be in the neighborhood, and he's just sitting there. So she does; she is amused with him. But I do like that she catches him with his magazines, because you know he offered her a seat, and just like Stitch Jones, the magazines are taking the seat. Yeah. <laughs> he when she says he says what magazines, and he's like wide eyed and dumbfounded, like 
what what are you talking about like <laughs> pile of magazines that are right there <laughs> yeah those magazines yeah, yeah what was his line somebody must have left them here yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used that on stitch jones on the bus which that's more believable because maybe somebody got up and like, i don't i'm not taking these i bought them at the bus stop i don't need them yeah <laughs> i like the bit where she you know she says well you know who who left them there then so like i'm not buying it who did Chuzu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, first the, yeah. He's throwing his buddy under the bus. Yeah. 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 Oh, those are Perry's. Those are, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Perry must have left them here. Yeah. <laughs> Chuzu doesn't even know how to read. Neither does Perry. <laughs> I teased it last minute. This is d- another dumb Brian incident or moment of this movie. <laughs> For the longest time, now this has been years, I figured out on my own, I didn't have to start a podcast in order to learn this, but I thought when she said, because I'm dumb, who left him there? And I thought he was putting it back on her, like, choose who? Oh. (laughs) You choose whoever you think maybe left it there. Which, okay, doesn't make a lot, well, at first off, I didn't realize that Sergeant Major was Sergeant Major Chuzu, even though they say his name about 10 times in the movie. Who's got time to pay attention for that? But also (laughs) when she says he doesn't even know how to read, I still thought it was, well, whoever she picked doesn't, you know what I mean? Like I was like a dummy. It was like, choose who. (laughs) Yeah. I had a different take. I I was kind of in the same boat, but when I, when she caught him with those magazines, I always thought that they were, that they were just porn mags. I didn't know that they were like women, like self-help or he was trying to learn and improve. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I might went dirty on those. <laughs> yeah. I think he would have been less uncomfortable if it was porno mags than getting probably with, like, <laughs> yeah. 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 I also think she wouldn't have been as surprised if they were porno mags. Yeah. You know, like you probably wouldn't have teased them, wouldn't even thought anything of it. But it's the fact that it's like it's like Women's Day, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to find this out last minute and so I didn't bring it up because when I was doing notes for this minute, flat, I was trying to figure out what magazine it is. And it's just called woman. I tried to look it up. Didn't really get much on it. But what I did see is it's the exact same one he had on the bus because clearly on the, on one of the titles that I could see was sexual politics of living alone. Yeah. Hmm. I assume that that's the same one that he said that woman had angry titties. Oh, it may have been. Oh, man. So you're, you're talking about the same magazine, not the same brand. So it's a. Yeah, exactly. It's the exact same magazine because it has the same. I, that's the only one I can make out for certain was the was the sexual politics of living alone. It was too pixelated when I blew it up to see what the other ones were because it was like island erotica, how to stay 10, t- you know, <laughs> whatever. <it's- laughs> So yeah, when he said angry titties, I'm like, well, you can't see that woman's breasts in this. So it's like, did he just make that up? Was that, or is this just a line of dialogue? (laughs) 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 So I don't know, but it's definitely the same. So he's basically a cheapskate and not buying more. He's just carting around these like three (laughs) Vogue magazines that he's. (laughs) Maybe it's that gunny pay. He can't afford it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, he, he already said he's so broke. If it costs a nickel or what, a quarter to go around the world, he, he couldn't get out of sight. So yeah. <laughs> That's another green line. <laughs> <laughs> and we also, we, we, we joked too in the past and we're like, all right, this dude's been a 
well, he's a gunnery sergeant, but he, you know, he's been in the Marine Corps for, you know, 24 and, you know, 24 and some changes as he talked about. And he, everything he owns can fit in a uh, sea bag and a, and a uniform bag. And that's it. <laughs> that's all he has. <laughs> so we're like, the dude has, is a man of little needs. Yep. He's like a monk, you know, a traveling monk. <laughs> <laughs> he just needs beer money and, and uh, that's it. A place to lay down. <laughs> and woman magazine money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how else are you going to find out how to be a modern, sensitive man? You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're like, there's like a man. It's like a manual, right? Like, I should pick some up and try it. I mean, give credit where credit is due, man. He's trying. Yeah, he's yeah. Pay for effort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, you know, he, he doesn't know where to go. So he's going, he's doing it the best way he can. He's, he's trying to be mature, as he uh, puts it. <laughs> I do like, though, that, well, I don't know if I like it, but he immediately is just like, well, come on, don't quit being so difficult. I'll just sit down. And she's like, immediately takes offense. And it's like, I'm not one of your troops. So you could just bully. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus was being married to me. So difficult or, you know, so terrible. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She, she pops out of nowhere. Like a damn, uh, like Oscar the Grouch or one of those Jack in the boxes. She's like, ding, 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 ding. That was all she needed. Blink. Yep. Yes, it was. It sucked. <laughs> But there you go, Perry. Like you always say that if she was off screen, she should not have been able to hear that. But yeah, that's that's she's a sorceress. <laughs> Black magic. <laughs> well, it's like um, like we talked about. I mean, we as far as we can see, they they don't have children. But we did joke, you know, moms, teachers, and gunnery sergeants can see in the back of their head. Well, she, you know, she's she's dealt with, you know, Gunny Highway for so long, Tom Highway for so long that she's. You know, she knew to look out for the little smart ass remark that he was going to make afterwards. Oh yeah, <laughs> she probably just she's just stepped far enough out of camera where she's she's probably like there's probably like technically like there's like three hairs sticking in frame you just can't see them. <laughs> but that's in that's the end of this, and it cuts to the Marines in formation, and really it's Ponte running in late. I mentioned last minute that you know I said oh Ponte's late blah blah blah. Well, it wasn't the minute before that; it was the minute after. I got, I got confused. <laughs> it happened. Yeah, it, it does. He's like, he's coming from somewhere. Uh, he gets there right before Lieutenant ring addresses the platoon. So good on him. But I am amazed that Gunny did not notice that he wasn't there and ready. Or he may have he just didn't say anything. It's possible. You know, yeah. that's a really quick bit of this minute. Yeah. There's not much. He just starts his uh, lieutenant ring. That is just starts his. Um, he starts his speech about the military exercise they're about to partake in. It, you know they're going to execute an ambush against a numerical numerically superior force. So sounds exciting. Yeah, and I was always disappointed too. And uh, you know, was that when I was in? We never got to do that Miles Gear stuff. That shit looked like fun. Yeah. We we already discussed the reality. <laughs> bang. <laughs> bang, bang, yeah, bang, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, beep, bang. <laughs> yeah, well, when I went on leave, I used to go see a buddy of mine whenever whenever I went home, and he had a like a car, like a card you pay in advance for, and you would go to this laser tag place. So we'd always just go do laser tag. <laughs> oh, that shit is fun. Yeah, hell yeah, I miss. Yeah, I miss that. There's is laser tag even still around anymore. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I take my kids there. Well, used to before this whole coron- coronavirus thing. <laughs> yeah, we oh, go yeah. there all the time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, dude. Yeah, I think that place is going to make a resurgence after this coronavirus thing is all done. <laughs> People just run around pretending to shoot other things. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> I don't really have a lot because Lieutenant Ring, most, you know, his speech is mostly the next minute. Yeah. I did have a note that you can see Swede there in in formation and he just uh, once again towers over everybody <laughs> giant he's just a giant <laughs> i blame him for giving a false impression of what marines really look like because everybody thinks they look like him <laughs> no <laughs> but really they're like profile or or forgetty or you know yeah. maybe, maybe yeah. you'll get maybe you'll get a stitch jones here and there you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i actually um you know, a lot of the Marines in formation there are real Marines. They're just, there's like the six or seven main actors, and then the rest are, are Marines from, I forget the unit now, but they lived in those Quantum Huts that they filmed in, so they, they threw them in as extras. I, I like I like that. It gives a little air of authenticity to it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I wonder if they had a chance to volunteer for it or if they were voluntold. And <laughs> I imagine it was probably a little bit of both. <laughs> I found an article though one day where this it was like a posting on a marine uh like message board and they were talking about he this guy was like a he was in this unit it was he wasn't there for filming he wasn't in the movie but they brought in the actors to run them they uh they provided all their uh, deuce gear for the actors to use and then they took they took them through some like maneuvers for the day and just to kind of like train with them and show them like basically how to be a Marine. And then they had Chow with them and they, they basically kind of talked and he said, he actually had a nice conversation with Everett McGill who plays major powers. And he said he was a really cool dude. And then they got back on the bus and they left. And, and he said, and then he brought up that some of the Marines that you see later were, were, you know, in the movie were from his unit or whatever. So he said he gave his gear to profile. <laughs> nice. So he didn't he didn't really say for sure how he got involved with it if he like he said if he was told or if he if he just was like Perry's joked about that quite a bit about like hey would you hey I need volunteers for a working party man fuck that I'm not doing that well too bad you missed out on on a movie with Clint Eastwood <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you could have been in it yeah yeah that's one of those weird reward things that they do to you when you you know when you're in the in the fleet or even in boot camp where they they've got some kind of a a choice thing that they got they need some bodies for for whatever reason and nobody wants to volunteer because it's usually shit. Oh yeah. Right. So you so you're like yeah sure I'll volunteer fuck it I ain't doing anything oh yeah we're really awesome because we needed you to drive this Playboy Playmate around it's like oh so the next time they need volunteers everybody's raising their hands yeah. <laughs> until the next time yeah and you're picking up cigarette butts <laughs> yeah yeah okay cool you're a working party yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys got anything else you want to cover on this minute? Nah, no, nah, I think the next minute's probably going to be a little bit better, a little bit more yeah, action packed. Yeah. yeah, a little bit more going on. Robert, can you join us tomorrow? Or not tomorrow, can you join us on Friday? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll be here. All right, great. Great. Before we go, um, once again, do you want to plug where people can find you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I host a podcast called History of the Marine Corps. You can find us anywhere podcasts are downloaded. Uh, we're on Facebook and Twitter at Marine History and on Instagram at History of the Marines. 
Uh, we're also on uh, our website is historyofthemarinecorps.com. You can go there and take a look at references used for each episode, as well as uh, visual representation of connections in the Marine Corps, right? So how certain events connect to traditions and history and people and special places that have a, a meaning to Marines. All right on. That is a great idea. I, I can't wait to check it out. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for Minute 56. Please come back on Minute 57 on Friday where we finish up. We hear more about what Lieutenant Ring has to say about this, uh, this military exercise they're about to prepare for. Jesus Perry, was, was podcasting with me really that bad? Yes. Look at you being all fucking fuck you, Billy. <laughs> being proactive, <laughs> being all professional and shit. <laughs> I can't call it your fuck ups if you're not fucking up. Well, right. Well, that's the thing. I was. You guys couldn't hear it, but I fucked up like three times with the oh. intro. <laughs> I heard you giggling, but you sounded like a robot. <laughs> I was like, God damn, I'm missing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I blew it like three times, but you guys couldn't hear it, so it's fine. I did great. I'm just gonna do it again. If Billy makes a mistake and nobody's there to hear it, did it really happen? Say what? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Sometimes Perry doesn't do his line. That I, <laughs> like, he'll pick up on it. Come on, he'll pick up on it. And I'm like, dude, that was, and then I have to coach him. And that, time, <laughs> that time he knew where I was going. Yeah, oh, yeah. I knew it was coming. I was like, I bet that's the one. I'm like, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> do I cut him off? Do I just, yes. <laughs> God, yes. Yeah. It's, uh, we, we don't prepare anything. So <laughs> we'll, fuck it, we'll do a lot.